Hi, I'm Pastor Roger Brown. God has gifted me the pleasure to pastor a dynamic, spirit-filled church called Life Changers Church International right here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. I believe God will use this sermon to impact your life and bring His greatness out of you. Man, I hope you get something out of this that will change your life. God bless you. Your time is very important, so I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. Jesus. He's a living God. Hallelujah. Come on, throw your hands in the air just for a minute, and let's just worship this living God. Hallelujah. He pulled you up out of that miry clay. He put you on a solid foundation. When everybody thought you was no good, he brushed you off and still used you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's do that over just one more time. You never made a promise you couldn't keep. He don't lie, y'all. You don't lie to me. If he's spoken in his word, I need to tell somebody this morning, if he's spoken in his word, quit looking at where you are at and start speaking where he's at. We keep looking at where we're at and where we're coming out of, but we got to know where he's standing at. He said, I am the beginning and the end. Come on, somebody. He's standing at your beginning. He's standing at your end. And the Holy Ghost is all in the middle of it. You're going to get through it. Come on, somebody. You're going to come. You're going to come out of it. He don't lie. Listen. In the land of the living, Woo! in the land of the living, one thing will never It'll change. never change. My hope is in your name because you are living, because you are living. Oh my God. You are Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Turn my lights on, will you? I want you to take that camera. I want you to start from this side and go all the way to this side. I want you to wave at all your friends and tell them this is what the danger zone looks like. Come on. This is what the danger zone looks like. All your friends that are sitting at home didn't think you could make it, tell them this is what the danger zone looks like. Tell them we're dangerous to hell today. 
Today we ain't playing games. Today we didn't come in here all foo-fooed up. We come in here with our, our garbage on to fight the devil. We come with our work boots on. We come with our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. We come with a helmet of salvation. We come with a shield of faith. My God, come on, somebody. Get your battle cry. Hallelujah. Do that one more time. They ain't done yet. If they're at a Chiefs game, they'll still be going crazy. Come on. Come on. It's time we let the devil know. You stay there. Every one of y'all stay there. Y'all can be seated. Y'all can sit down. Listen. Whew. I was reading last night, and I'm sorry, I know I'm supposed to go in order and take up offerings and all that, but while the Holy Ghost is here, if y'all want to give, y'all will give. It don't matter. If you're in order or not, if you want to give, you'll give. But listen, listen. I was reading last night in Revelations. Ooh. I like that book of Revelations. Uh, kids, you're dismissed to your class. <coughs> King's kids are dismissed. Listen. And he spoke to, to John. And John had been exiled on an island of Patmos and where he was exiled at the closest land was probably 20, 25, 30 miles away and by itself there were seven churches that were circling the island he was on and God spoke to John said I want you to stand up on this island that you're at and I want you to write this letter to every church that is surrounding you. Yes. Now, I need to tell somebody in here this morning, you might feel like that you're exiled all the way out and there ain't nobody around you, but I'm telling you right now, there are people who's been in church for years. Listen to me. Listen to me. There's people who's been in church for years surrounding you and they are dead, they are dried up, and they're just going to church to be going to church. And you're right in the middle of your stuff. I need to tell you right now, it looks bad. It doesn't look like you're going to come out of it. It, 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 it doesn't look like you're going to breathe or even make it. But I need to tell you when it's over with, you're going to backstroke on the problems of the sea that comes your way. You'll be a water walker, honey. You'll get up and walk upon the stuff. Don't you dread the water you're in, but tread the waters you're in, because my God is a living God, and he's got you in the danger zone. Sitting right up in the middle of the danger zone, and everybody else around you. Listen, we all got those good friends. Don't look around. Because <laughs> some of them might, no, never mind. But the one that I really honed in on 
was the church of Smyrna. He said, you're the suffering church. Now, I'm telling you right now, if you don't think America's not suffering right now, if you don't think that the church ain't suffering right now, let me tell you something. Those preachers that get up and tell you, oh, if you're going through problems and trials, then you must not be doing something right. You better run. Run from them. Don't listen to it. They're trying to get you to compromise. They're trying to get you to come into where everybody else. They're trying to make you think everything's all right. I never one time read my Bible where anybody who had been appointed by God never suffered. I'm telling you right now, suffering is coming. And don't you fall over like a big old pansy or a crybaby and want to tap out. You stand back up in that ring and you fight with everything you got. Well, preacher, I'm too weak to fight. I'm glad you're weak because when you're weak, yeah, because when you're weak, your problem is is you think that you're strong enough. Your problem is, hey, everybody say, I love the preacher. You went to church three Sundays in a row and you feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, 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 you ain't no, but you really ain't nothing but his twin, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Shut up, brother. <clears throat> so we want to stand up and we want to, we want to, Measure ourselves by our deeds. My God, I need to preach to somebody here just for a minute. I hope you do do, do good deeds. Don't do do. But I hope you do some good deeds. Dear God. <laughs> Thank you, Elaine. I appreciate that. Listen, but we cannot measure ourselves on our good deeds. A man measures himself on Christ's power. When he was talking there in Revelations, did you know that Christ is the candlestick and the Lord is the lampstand? And you got to understand that we got to have both of those in our lives and we got to function. I said you got to function underneath the Holy Ghost power. In this day and hour, the enemy is thinking that he won. But I dare say there is a remnant that will stand up and tell the devil it ain't over. Over until it's over. And it ain't over just because he said boo. It ain't over just because something bad happened. We're measuring ourselves with everything that went on. Will this happen? Well, I lost my job. Well, I got COVID. Well, uh, uh, this happened, and 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 and. Um, my tire blew out and, 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 and I lost my insurance and, and I don't know what and, and all of a sudden we look back and the enemy says well it all started when you started Life Changers Church 
And we start measuring ourselves. Well, you know what? I did have it a whole lot. You didn't have it a whole lot better. He's lying to you. I'm telling you right now, God never puts you in this for you to fail. He, he puts you as a setup. He is setting you up. He is getting you ready. You might as well dig a hole. You might as well fall into it and get ready because the enemy is coming. He's looking for you, but he's not going to be able to find you until God says get up. And when he says get up, you better get up and get ready because all heaven is backing you up and the glory of God is moving in your life. Look at your neighbor and say the danger zone. I'm talking on Thursday night we've sat in the kiddie pool for too long. It's time to get out of the kiddie pool. I remember when I first started going to the swimming pool there in Atoka, and they had, they had the, the, the area for little kids, and they had three foot, and it went to four foot, and it went to five foot. And by, by the way, I, I can get in a five foot now, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would go into that pool, and I would, and I first started, one of my, my my biggest fears was I was seeing everybody else swim and jump, jump in the water. And so I would never would do it. And so one day I had my cousin said, I'll teach you to swim. Her name's Tracy Stevens. Hope she's seeing this. We went to the swimming pool in, in Atoka. There was a motel there called the Brandenburg Motel. And I had a swimming pool out there, and we would get run out of it at least twice a week. But we would ride our bicycles up. Don't do this, by the way. It's illegal. But we would ride our bicycles up, and we'd hide them. We'd run over, and we'd jump the fence, and we would go to the swim pool. And I would sit and look at deep water. And she would say, just jump in, and, I'll, and, and, and if you're having trouble, I'll save you. Now, now, listen, I would trust her more than I would any of the boys that hung around. She was a tomboy. She would... She, she would ride motorcycles like crazy. She would jump the hills. She would she would run hills. All the other boys want to sit in the house with, with, with Grandma. But Tracy was always out there with that. She said, if you jump in, I'll save you. And I said, okay. She said, only count of three. I said, okay. And I got right to the edge. She said, one, two, three. And I went. She goes, you got to jump in. I said, okay, count again. She goes, one, two, three. And I went. I just couldn't. I just... I, she goes, okay, I'm going to count again. I said, okay. She said, one, and I got down like that. She said, two. <laughs> Off I went. And when I got in that water, I panicked. And I thought I was swimming up, but all I was doing was swimming in circles. <laughs> Seriously. Everything around it confused me. I didn't know what was up or what was down. I was in the middle of a 12-foot or 10-foot swimming pool, and I didn't know what was up or what was down. And I kept swimming in circles, and I thought, man, surely ain't that deep. And I kept thinking I would get to it. I would get to it. I would get to it. But I remember this as a kid. It was, it was completely confusing. But I remember something that somebody told me a long time ago in school. They said, if you'll just calm down and if you'll just 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 hold your breath, the lungs inside of you, the air inside of you will cause you to surface. And I, I didn't take a deep breath. I knew better than that. But I took a deep breath when she pushed you. 
And I held my breath. And so I just calmed down and I stopped. And when I did, in the calm of it, I started coming up. And when I started filling my hands to the, to the water, I mean, I started fighting it. I still didn't know how to swim. And I got to the other side. I got to the side of it. And I looked at her and I said, where was you at? She said, I thought you was having a good time. You're just swimming around. She said, you come to the top and you swam over there? I said, yeah, I didn't swim over there. I beat that water to death trying to get over there. And I wound up in the danger zone. But when I got in the danger zone, I had to do one thing. Listen to me, somebody. Listen to me. This is going to help you. I had to quit thinking. I had to quit thinking. I had to go back to training that was instilled in me several years ago that I didn't even realize. Did you know that every time you come into church right here and you sit in these pews, uh, God is putting something in you. Uh, he's doing something in your life. Uh, and there's times when you get out, you get in a danger zone or in a hurtful place uh, and the enemy wants you to panic uh, and you don't know what's up or what's down uh, or what's going on uh, and he wants you to be confused. Uh, but if you'll stop for just a minute uh, and quit thinking, Let Christ in you live. If we're really going to let him live, then we need to die. We need to completely die to our will, our thinking, our thoughts, how we would do it, and let him live. <laughs> Dear God. So this is a position and a place that we find ourselves in 2021. Listen. What the enemy wants us to do right now is a crack under pressure. He wants us to join how everybody else is thinking. He wants us to jump on board. Hey, that's all right. Just leave it alone. It's all right. We'll turn them all off. We'll, we'll, we'll jank it, jerk them off the wall. <laughs> Get in a danger zone. Listen. We will get into a place the enemy wants us focused on what is around us. And I need to tell somebody in this place right now, you have the power. Listen, listen to me. You have the power to get up and live. The enemy's telling you you can't, telling you you went too far back, telling you had too many mess-ups. Your neighbor sitting beside you don't even know what you was thinking yesterday when you got mad. They have no idea what kind of a tyrant you could really turn into. The enemy. Listen, when I say enemy, we can all relate to this. It's the enemy in a me. That is our biggest problem. 
And just because you struggled with some thoughts doesn't mean you're going to hell. It means you're in a danger zone, honey. It means you're on the battlefield. It means that you're battling. Don't you give up. You keep battling because the church is Smyrna. This is what he said. He said, I know that you are a suffering church, and I need to tell somebody, when you suffer for Christ, he will exalt you. Nobody else can exalt you the way he exalts you, but he will bring you up to his level, and he will do it in his time. Not very many times. Not very many times are we looking at somebody who made it and studying their life. A lot of times we're looking at the people who failed over and over and over. And if our conversation at our dinner table or restaurants is about somebody in our in our in, in our, 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 our our place, our circle is still struggling and can't make it. Everybody say a little preacher. Shut up. We need to lift them up. It's the suffering. It's the sufferings of Christ. He said, tell the church of Smyrna, I know that they are suffering, but it's the suffering that people are looking at. They are watching you in the time of suffering. They're watching your children. They're watching your work career. They're watching you when you go to church. They're watching you praise God. They're watching you smile when you shouldn't smile. They're watching you have joyful places in your life when, when it ought to fall out. They're watching everything in your life. Here's my scriptures. Luke chapter 8. Verse number 43. Luke chapter 8, verse number 43. <coughs> Luke chapter 8, verse number 43. Very, very, very just, just familiar scriptures. Listen to this. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, not after she went to Walmart and filled her prescription. Not after she got 43 likes on Facebook. Not after she received the confirmation number in an email. But immediately. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stunched. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter, when, when all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, listen to this, because, because, because Sister Linda already, already tried to get on this this morning. I had to shut her down. Praise God. Somebody had touched me for I perceived that virtue Amen. is going out of me. 
when the woman saw that she was not hid. My God, I could preach so much in here this morning. When the woman saw that she was not hid. Mm. You know, ah, let me read this first. When the woman saw she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him and declared unto him before all the people for what for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And Jesus said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. Amen. Now, what I want to talk to you about this morning, the, the, the danger zone. When Jesus was moving from one place to another, right up above that, the Bible said that Jairus came to him and called out and said, my, my daughter, my only daughter is sick. I need you to come to the house. And the Bible said while he was on his way to Jairus, this woman had the audacity to interrupt him and stop him. She didn't come to be a spectator in the crowd. She didn't come uh, to, to holler, oh, Jesus, you're here. She didn't come so somebody could see her. The Bible said she came in behind, uh, and she crawled to where he was, uh, and she said in her mind, uh, if I can just touch uh, the hem uh, of her garment, uh, the hem of his garment, uh, she was entering into a place of danger zone. Uh, we all know that because a woman was sick. We, we, most of us in here understand uh, that Jewish tradition and history uh, says, uh, says that you, the, if you were sick, uh, then you had to be. Uh, on lockdown. Does that sound familiar? Amen. You had to go inside and shut the door. You had to stay away from everybody. So while the CDC told her, don't get out of your house because, uh, because your blood level keeps flowing uh, and don't get in public because you're going to affect everybody, she got in the middle uh, of the danger zone. Come on, somebody. Uh, she got out uh, in the danger zone uh, and she went to where she knew uh, she could get healed. Uh, she didn't go to a Christian concert. Uh, she didn't go uh, to a movie house. Uh, she didn't go uh, to a steakhouse. Uh, she sought out Jesus. Uh, she knew where he was going to be at and she crawled to where he was and she did exactly what she said she was going to do and she touched the hem of his garment. That's what I'm telling every one of you. Listen to me. Let me get up here. Listen. If you read it in the Bible, let me tell you something. Listen. 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 Listen, Linda. I got two of them right back here. Listen. If Jesus did it, you can do it. He said, these things I do. Greater things shall you do also. Listen. Jesus said, who touched me? I said, what are you talking about? All these people around you? He said, no. I felt virtue. That, ver that word virtue means power. Pa I felt power flow through me. But this virtue that Jesus said, it goes, it goes further. It means didymus. 
Come on, somebody. We need a Didymus power. A power that comes from heaven. A power that begins to move. A power that devils are cast out. Blind eyes are opened up. A power, praise God, that when we lay hands on a man and the doctor said the x-ray says there's a bone there and we tell the bone to leave. Power that when the x-ray comes back, there ain't no bone there. And the doctor says, well, the disc is, is not there. And so we speak to the disc and virtue and Didymus power. So now the doctor says there's, there's an infection. And so, and so we're still in the danger zone. And we say, you lying infection? I command you to leave this body. Didymus power and virtue begins to flow. And now Polly ain't coming in looking at my shoes. Now he's coming up looking at my head. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. When the doctor said I need to operate, when the doctor said it's going to take some healing time, my God, stand on your feet and give him have a crazy praise. Just slap your neighbor and tell him I got Didymus power. Honey, when you get into the danger zone, there's a level of power that God will give you on high. Praise God that you ain't got to come to the church and hear a good-looking preacher preach. Praise God to get to get filled up. You can get it when you get out of bed. You can eat. You can get it eating your post toasties. You can get it. Praise God while you're cooking a sausage and eggs and bacon. My God, I'm hungry already. You can get it while you're sitting by yourself. It's a dynamus power that God will give you. It's a dynamus power that He will move in your and the church somehow has forgotten what we really have we've somehow forgotten we have compromised we have listened to what everybody else is saying we have compromised our thoughts and our beings and everything that we are and and the world is telling us, well, we got to do this to be safe. Honey, let me tell you something. The only thing I got to do to be safe uh, is be in his arms. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, because Psalms 91 uh, says he is my, uh, 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 his feathers uh, are over my life. Uh, I understand that I get underneath the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, praise God. Uh, and that's where my safety comes from. Uh, my safety doesn't come from anything else. Uh, it comes from him above. Uh, and when I get out from underneath him, uh, it's because virtue in my life has given me the authority to look at the devil and tell him to leave. Somehow or another, the Bible says it began to stir up. Jesus was in one place. Jarius, listen to this. Jarius, got Jesus to moving. Listen. He stood out on the other side. Jesus! Everybody was talking. Listen. There's a certain cry that cries that comes out 
that God just stops everybody. Jesus! All the disciples and everybody moving around. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine? If everybody in this room right here just had a conversation with their neighbor right next to each other, me standing up here, I, even with this microphone, because it's happened before, y'all can't hear me speaking this microphone. Because it's, it's just... It's just talking, everybody. Can you imagine that whole crowd having a conversation and Jesus hearing? Jarius moved him. Let me tell somebody something right now. I'm about to run plumb out of my shiny boots. Listen, I need to tell somebody. Cry out to him. Quit letting people tell you, well, well, I, I tell you what, if you clean up and you stay off alcohol for three days, then come on in the church. Well, if you quit taking drugs, then come on in. If you quit sleeping around, then come on in. If you get out of the homosexual and lesbian lifestyle, quit, come on to church. I need to tell somebody, we need a church that'll cry out where Jesus is moving, then it will cause a dudamous power. Jesus starts moving toward Jairus. While he's moving, he says, my daughter, my only daughter is sick. She's dying. Jesus starts moving. Right in the middle of all the confusion. Y'all remember the swimming pool story? The chaos and the confusion. Somebody touched him. Right in the middle of trying to figure out what's up or down, I'm trying to get to Jairus. Come on, somebody. Somebody got in the danger zone. Touched him. Heaven said, boom. Jesus stopped. But the writer goes further and tells you that this dudamus power, see, some healings was while they was leaving. Or some healings was in the self-same hour. That's King James Version. In the self-same hour, the devils come out. In the self-same hour, they could see. In the self-same hour, leprosy left. But this scripture tells us that virtue from heaven and immediately, that's Didymus power. Now, we've been operating in power. We've been talking about We've been operating in power. 
Well, I've been to church since I was little bitty. And I'm telling you right now, preacher, them Pentecostals, they would have church till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. We would roll around in the floor and we would shuck and buck and have all of this stuff. And yes, I, I, I understand. There was a lot of power. But let me tell you something. Let me tell somebody something. That we are living in a time right now. Jesus is not dead. He is alive. And he is walking amongst us right now as I speak. And he is dunamis power from on high. That when you touch the hem of his garment, immediately. Things begin to happen. Are y'all sad you're not sitting with your wives? <laughs> Lane's the only one that smiled and said yes. Get him a hamburger. Pastor Randy, come piano, please. I've said this for many days. Some says, well, he's, he's not preaching very long. I'm getting something started. Something's going to happen here in about September or October. I don't need to preach very long. I mean, I, all I got to do is say what the Holy Ghost said. And when it lifts, I need to shut up. Amen. But right now, here's what I'm feeling. Whoever amongst me right now that needs to be healed, I don't care how small it is or how big it is. Prayer team, come up, please. I don't care if it's a battle that you've been battling. I don't care if it's, if it's something that the doctor says it is hereditary. And it's not even your fault. It's just been handed down from generation to generation. And he tells you, well, I'm going to put you on this prescription. Listen, I'm not saying that doctors are bad. And I'm not saying that some medicine will not help you. But what I'm saying, if you have struggled with it, and you know without a shadow of a doubt, brother he can heal you it don't have to be something in your body it could be something spiritual Preacher, I don't know why I do that or I talk like that. My mama did. My grandpappy did. Preacher, I don't know why I keep getting in that same deal. I don't know why I keep picking the same loser. Over and over. I think I got the one and then they ain't the one. Now I'm right back in the same place. I'm chasing dope. And I'm running the bars. I'm trying to get over. I'm broke down. I run to God, I finally find somebody, and they're a loser again. It's been a life cycle for some. Listen to me, it's the truth. And it's been a life cycle for some. And church isn't some strange land. It's just you haven't tapped into the dudamus power. But I'm telling somebody in this place right now, you hear me in back camera, you're sitting at home, you raise your hands and you receive what is happening at Life Changers Church. There was power upon high and immediately. 
I declare if it hair lifts the devil, we'll have revival in southeast Kansas, and we'll start it right here at Life Changers Church. If you mess with me, I'll go 10 days right here and hold a revival that you ain't never seen. I'll get in the middle of the danger zone. I'll whoop the devil where he stands. I'll ruin all your vacation plans. I'll mess it up. I will, I will, I will, because I know that Dudamus power is here. It is here. All over this place, stand to your feet. Now, I know I may not be talking to everybody, but I'm talking to somebody in here. I'm talking to some people in here. Whatever that you have struggled with for years, whatever that you have tolerated, Whatever you tolerate, you'll never celebrate. And if you keep tolerating it, you'll never celebrate your life with Christ. And you have tolerated and tolerated uh, because, uh, because you're here. You've tolerated and tolerated because you made it. You tolerated and tolerated because you got bailed out. You tolerated and tolerated because you found the right lawyer. You tolerated and tolerated because you found the right doctor to run the right blood test, uh, to do the right things. Uh, you tolerated and tolerated. Uh, you spent money. This Bible said this woman has spent all her money uh, on every physician that was around. She went bankrupt. She didn't have any more money. The only hope she had, maybe you'll just like her. Maybe you spend every dime you got and you don't know what else to do. But you walked up and there is a crowd. And Jesus is in the room. All I need you to do is grab a hold of the hem of the garment. That's all I need you to do. Because there is dynamis power. Whoever you are, I don't care if it's all of you or some of you, but I'm talking to somebody. On the count of three, I want you to make a line right here. We're going to get to you. We're going to get to you. One, two, three. Come on. All over this building. All over this building. Come on. 